Chris Bachman here on Spock Sports Show, catching up with Jason McIntyre. And first of all, congrats on the AD. And I've also got to say I'm sorry because you're going to have to deal with me a little bit more, Coach, other than just on the sidelines and stuff. You know, basketball, you're going to have to be giving me those approvals, man. All right. Well, I appreciate it. It's uh, it's certainly a new challenge. And, um, you know, 20 years of doing the same thing, um, you know, it's kind of a shot of adrenaline. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know I... I know there's going to be a, some learning curves and things like that, but uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I love everything Oilers. I've, I've been in Oilers since practically I was born, so I'm excited to be involved with all this stuff. Yeah, and I can't think of a better fit. You're somebody that, you know, probably well, there's so many sports at Mount Pleasant. I don't want to say 80%, but you're probably at most of the games anyway. And so for your schedule, you know, those long hours, at least it won't be a big shock to your lifestyle because your family's so involved with the sports anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of, you know, I mean, when you take a 20 years of a career and you take a big jump like this into something new, there's a lot of soul searching and conversations with family and things like that. I think um, certainly that was part of what led to, to me deciding to do it is, you know, um, my son just graduated from high school, so he's moving on. My daughters are older now. You, you know, I think it'd be a really hard job to do with younger children and, and my daughters are involved in our programs. And like you said, I've coached in six different programs here. Um, I've, uh, I, I, I love all the different sports and my daughters are involved in things and I'll be around a lot anyways. And so, um, it, it seemed like a, a perfect, I don't know, a perfect time, but a good time to take on a, a challenge like this. And I'm sure, you know, Jim Conway is somebody who's been so great. I'm sure he felt a, a little bit better, you know, and I know it wasn't set in stone, but I'm sure he felt a little bit better about things moving on, knowing that there was somebody like you, you know, an oiler lifer, I'll say, that was going to be able to kind of step in. I, I just think that's really cool. Congratulations on that job. And as somebody, who, I, I'm just so happy that you got that gig. I think you're going to be great at it, Jason. Well, I appreciate that, Chris. And Jim's been a huge role model for me and, and a huge supporter of everything I've tried to do as a coach. I know I got big shoes to fill and um, he, he had a unique ability to communicate that I don't think I'll have, so I'll have to find other ways to make up uh, uh, in, in regards to those kind of things. You know, you know that it's one of those little, little bit of experience I think you'll have it down. And yeah, you said Jim, Jim did have his own way of communicating, though, didn't he? Yep, yeah. he sure did, man. He was uh, he was one of a kind of those things. He could remember a name, meet you the first time. He, he could talk, you know, he could get you to talk about anything. And I, I, I probably have a little different style, but. Uh, that's the way everything works with changes. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I tried catching up with him a couple times this summer to see if he wanted to do, I did it like an exit interview with uh, coach Luplo and Claire to see if he wanted to do the same thing. Talk some about pleasant sports. And it's one of those, like, he might have my number blocked now, but we'll see, we'll see if we can catch up <laughs> with him soon. <laughs> well, I hope you do because I think it's, uh, you know, Jim deserves a lot of recognition for everything he's accomplished here. And, um, and, uh, yeah, he, I, I think, uh, you know, he's enjoying retirement and playing golf and do all those things, but, Hopefully you can touch base. Yeah, and you know, you talk about a role model. I've been doing this now for eight years or so. And like I said, the first time I met him, I was doing the stuff with Kurt Wilson. Just super appreciative of me, even though I was just kind of sitting there doing stuff on social media with Kurt. And kind of, I feel like, you know, he taught me a lot about being an athletic director and how, you know, the different things you guys got to do working with the officials, the fans, the parents, the concession stand, and even me as a broadcaster, just a lot that goes into it for people that don't know. Just be very appreciative of all the work that you're going to do, uh, uh, Jason, and all the work that Jim has done in the past years. So and that's well, 
you, I think you're trying to give me an anxiety attack with <laughs> all those responsibilities. So. <laughs> well, hey, th- those are the shoes you stepped in, my man. But yep, I, yep, yep, yep. And now uh, to move on to the football field, the, the first thing I got to say to you, you know, last year's class, wow. When I think of your son, Ryan, Corey Davis, Deontay Brown, Nar on the line, Jesse Henry, Wyatt Irvin, and I'm leaving out a bunch of names too. You know, just speak on those guys a little bit, what it was like to have that kind of class. Well, I mean, I I'm, I can't tell people, you know, with, whether it's the football gods or whatever, how thankful I am, in, in, you know, personally of how last year went. Um, you know, you I as you can imagine, I've literally been with those guys since they were, you know, five years old, little league, whatever, and watching them grow, and you know, having my son as the quarterback and stuff, and then be able to win the league, go undefeated, do those things. It was a really special season. Um, and uh, you're right. I mean, we're going to certainly miss all those guys. I'm going to miss them, obviously, personally and all those kind of things. It'll be a strange year for me. I, personally, you know, ever since at least the last eight, nine, ten years, you know, you look around somewhere, Ryan McIntyre's running around involved in the football program, ball boy, freshman player, whatever. So um, that, that, that'll, it kind of, I told people it's going to kind of bring me back to, you know, 2007, whatever, you know, like bring me back to kind of like a different focus in some senses, in some ways. And um, it'll be really good, I think, for our program. Um, but yeah, we're going to miss those guys. And, um, but you know, the one thing that I'm super proud of with our program in the last, you know, 15 years is that, um, you know, guys find a way to fill roles and uh, we're certainly going to need guys to do that this year. Yeah. And I'll just straight up admit, I would not have, not have picked you guys to go nine and zero last year in the regular season. It was something that I knew you guys were going to be really good that six and three, seven and two, but with how tough your guys schedule is and with Bay city Western being so good last year. I just knew it was going to be tough, so what a year it was. But coming back, though, Coach, as you said, you built that program, I think, of Scooter Polk, Max Humphrey, Andrew Dennis, Ty Hutchins, played a lot as a sophomore, Dennis as well, Aiden Klein played a big role in some spots. you got a lot of kids coming back as well, don't you? Where are we going to see some of those familiar faces? Yeah, I think, um, you know, so it's funny, like, our sometimes you have a returner, a strength in, like, one area. Like, you got one defensive back back or maybe two. you got one linebacker back or maybe two. Or you got one de- – you know, this year's kind of weird. Like, we have all of our secondary back, all of our kind of – you know, most of our wide receivers back. You know, you mentioned wider with being gone and some of those guys and, and Mason Rondi. But, but, like, a core group of guys who played at receiver, a core group of our secondary back. Like, you feel that's a really strong area for us. But then, vice versa, you lose, like, two really good linebackers and Jesse Henry and Corey Davis. So, like, you're like, wow, there's a big area where we need to, to fill. And, and you know, you lose a, uh, pretty much your whole defensive line, right? I mean, um, so, so like, instead of having where you have, like, okay, this guy's going to be the leader of that group because he returns at that position, we've got those where, like, the whole core area is gone, but then we have areas where the whole core area is back. And so um, how is that going to work? How are we going to be able to develop those, those missing pieces and, and then rely on the experience in one area and just trust that they'll get it done and we can, you know, focus on those those areas of weakness from at the beginning of the year. And now it's it's early, but is there anybody that's really prepared for this year that, that might be a new name to me? Man, that's a great question. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I think you're going to see some things, like some people come out, I mean, We've got some people who are familiar with Grant Stahl, our, our all-state wrestler, uh, who was runner-up in the state last year in wrestling. You know, he's going to play football this year, and uh, I, I think, like, he's the kind of guy that could easily replace, like, a Hunter Maxson or, a, you know, some of those guys we had on the D-line, uh, Andrew House, like that kind of player. Um, yeah, I think um, 
you know, you got to look at our situation at quarterback, um, Logan Brochuk, who um, was, you know, played a little bit on varsity last year as a sophomore at times. Was our, you know, he's coming in and going to be, you know, our starting quarterback. And, and he's had a really good summer. He picked up a Division One offer. You know, I mean, so what, you know, but still your first time as the man in varsity football is a big adjustment. So, you know, how is, how is he going to handle that and things like that? So, but um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you know, Blake Moore is a name of, you know, that he played – sparingly last year because you know that's the nature of varsity football i tell a lot of guys you know you might be a good football player but a lot of times it's the guy in front of you that matters right like you know you take if you're coming in as a running back this year and max humphrey is playing running back for us well man that's a, those are big shoes to try to you know be the man over right like oh yeah um so so same kind of thing you had Corey davis and jesse henry at linebacker last year at blake moore was helping us out at those spots. Well, now Blake has that opportunity as a senior to step in and, and fill one of those roles. And I think I think Blake uh, uh, is going to have the opportunity to, you know, make a name for himself in some of those areas. So we got we got situations like that, like you do every year in football. And, and you know, it's my goal and hope that some of those guys are going to be able to step in and fill those responsibilities. And once again, it's so early. You haven't even started practice. We're doing this interview during the dead week, just kind of talking about the offseason. And you mentioned uh, Barodachek. You picked up an offer already. Do you mind telling me where? Well, the Chippewas, man. Good old Central Michigan in here All uh, right. you know going after yeah going after a hometown guy and, and uh, you know logan is and you followed our basketball stuff i mean logan um has has a lot of upsides as an athlete that's for sure six five two oh five athletic um three sport athlete which i just absolutely love um had a great year on the baseball varsity baseball the sophomore had a great year in basketball as a sophomore um and so uh, i'm looking for him to do the same thing for us this year you know i mentioned earlier how a lot of our skill is back um and so you know, if you got somebody who can get those guys the ball, that, that's going to make us be able to kind of overcome maybe some of the deficiencies we have in the running game with a young offensive line, right? And yep. so um, those are the things we're going to try to do. So I think that, like I tell you every year, the art of coaching high school football is um, adapting to your personnel year in and year out and, and making sure that, you know, it's not about the pride you have that, hey, I run the I formation or, hey, I run the plot. Like, can you adjust your, your kids and put them in the most successful situations they can be in? And so, you know, we have to adjust the way we do a few things to get our guys that can get the ball and, and hopefully Logan can be a key part of that. And now last year it was, you know, it was Max Humphrey, Kevin Davis and the Corey Davis, pardon me, Kevin Davis would have been only if, right? Uh, and yeah, others, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it was, it was those two and others. Will it be a shared load this year? You kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. Is it going to be tough for somebody to take some of those carries away from a kid like Max Humphrey? No, I think we have to share the load. I think um, the other thing in, in um, that I've learned with experience, I think when you're young, you're like, you know, oh man, I got this stud, like he's going to win every game for us or whatever. You know, like you got to learn how to make sure you take care of those players, right? Like that's, you want them healthy in the fourth quarter. You want them healthy in week nine. You want them. Um, and so, you know, sharing the load, like if you watch this last year with Corey and, and Max was like, Hey, you know, we needed them both on defense. So, but then they shared the load on offense to give them, you know, give them that rest they needed. And, and we're going to have, you know, you look at Tyler Hutchins, who was a sophomore last year for us and played safety. Um, he's a good option to, to rest Max in offense and, and play running back. We've got, uh, a junior by the name of Caleb Newbecker, who, um, you know, was injured last year and couldn't play football last year as a sophomore. Um, and, you know, had a great summer and worked really hard. And he's another one who has the potential to kind of give us some reps in the offensive backfield. And, and so I think, I think we're still going to always try to share the load there especially, you know, because that's such a physically demanding position. And then because I think you build your team around your defense and you want those guys on defense as much as you can. So um, we try to rest you on offense if we can. Yeah, and I imagine we're going to see Max back at a linebacker on defense too. Yeah, I would imagine Max, you know, probably play our outside linebacker spot. And um, 
And, uh, you know, again, we're going to have to do some unique things with those guys we lost. We'll have to change up some of the ways we do things. But, yeah, Max will be certainly a key leader for us on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and he's somebody from the first moment he stepped on the field as a varsity player, you, you just kind of knew he was going to be something special. And I think 20 touchdowns plus last year, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch him this year. And you kind of talked about it a little bit, you adjusting to your team. Are we going to see something similar to you guys offensively and being multiple I-form to shotgun to power eye and different things? I think so. I think you'll probably see us, like, I mean, just seeing us really spread it out a little more. I mean, that's the plan. But that was kind of our plan going into last year. And then my DNA just kicked in. And, and uh, once we got good at running the ball like I like to do, it's what we did, right? But um, we're going we're gonna to have to adjust. And, and if we can do the things that I know, like, I like to do to be successful, we're going to do them. But if we can't, we're going to adjust. And um, when you have Scooter Polk and when you have Max Humphrey and Aiden Klein and, and um, you know, uh, another name that didn't play last year um, who's coming out as a senior who had a, you know, a really good, he had a good baseball season and, and has really worked hard that some is Griff Phillips, um, another kid that can play in the slot for us. Um, so, you know, we got these guys. If we can give them the ball in space, you know, we can do things. And so we may put a little more emphasis on doing that. And, um, but time will tell. Uh, uh, I think you just learn your kids. You ha- have a system in place that is malleable and adjustable, and you, and you use it. All right, and uh, the one thing I ended with uh, Brad Gross with, I'm going to do the same thing with Coach Wheaton when I talk to him in a little bit. You and I know we're there every time. There is nothing like the Friday night lights. For people who don't come out and experience it, what are they missing? They are missing. I mean, there is nothing better than seeing coming out and getting behind a community together um, and watching these young athletes that have worked really hard at something, watch them, you know, do things that you're just going to be in awe of that, you know, 17-year-olds are doing and the effort they're putting in to represent their community. And, you know, I don't think there's a better way to spend $6, you know, take, you know, don't get on Friday, don't go out and buy your cup of coffee at Starbucks, right? And you now just got yourself a great entertainment for two, two and a half hours, and and uh, and and the same for our volleyball teams and our and our in our golf teams. Everything you you just can't find a better way to get out and experience what's going on in your community and the kids love it right like it means so much to them you know if you if you see one of our athletes walking down the street and you say hey man what, what a great game last night or you know whatever like that means the world to these kids so so anybody in our community that can get out and support what we're doing it's appreciated and i think you can't find a better way to spend six dollars yep and like you said those kids notice when you are there and they appreciate it they love it and it helps them perform even harder i don't think there's any other way to put it, it doesn't matter the level of sport when you got a better home crowd behind you the more effort you're going to give absolutely man i've been you know coaching for 25 years and i was a player and it's still when we run out of locker room and the, the, the fight song's playing and there's people in the stands it still gets me now so um it's just an awesome feeling and 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 the more we get the better the better it is like you said all right coach appreciate it so much thanks man no problem thanks chris